Growing up with a cane cold in his hand. Like a fool of tramp sitting down by the street. Believes him to me. Talk his play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give him, well, a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. Coffee cup. Put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. Morning, everybody. Yes, sir. It's a beautiful Sunday morning here in Central Texas. Guten Guten Tag. It's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home here every Sunday morning on 104.9 The Horn. This is the Outdoor Zone Radio Show, number one outdoor radio show in Texas, in America, in your world. If you're listening, I hope you're listening. Uh, on your way to the lake or getting up, doing uh, doing something. I just got a text from Cody Ryan. He is on Lake Texoma at the website. is currently unavailable. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm TJ Graney, your host for this next two hours, and that's Beefsteak is in the house. Oh, guten Tag, Vigates. And... The uh and uh Cody Ryan is uh on Lake Texoma. He's out right now. He was uh fishing the Bass Champs Championship in a man, what a messy place Lake Lake Texoma was this week. The weather's been just storms everywhere and rain and anyway, so we'll probably won't talk to him today, but we will talk to him um Next week, when he's in the studio, and just find out exactly the the just the breakdown of what was going on on Lake Texoma, and oh my gosh, I love his uh, what his guarantee was that he put out there. He said, uh, "I a new business. I guarantee that if I sign up for a tournament, it will rain." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fished all day yesterday in the rain. Oh, this does not sound like fun to me. And uh, Salt Dog is the ranch hand that gets here early ahead of us and gets the ranch gate open and gets up here to the top of the hill, gets the old potbelly stove going and pours some water over the old coffee grinds. And uh, Salt Dog was at the coast yesterday doing a little, or fr- I guess he went down Friday. Wouldn't you like Friday to have his was? life? I mean, come on. Just take off, go. Fishing whenever you yeah. want. Sounds like Cody. That rarely gets to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's good that you have a dad that well you can do that with, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal. And the cool thing about it, like I said, he's such a handyman. We first got on the water yesterday, or uh, two days ago on Friday, and he had electrical problems with his starter on the boat. And he's such a handyman. We spent 20 minutes until he fixed it. And we were, it's something that should have probably taken, you know, an hour or two. It would have taken a regular guy. I had to take the boat back into the shop. It took him 20 minutes to fix it, and we were back out on the water. So, man, it was a lot of fun. Duct tape, bailing wire. Life of a boat owner right there. Like MacGyver. Yep, you're right. You are right. If it's going to go wrong, it will do it on the water. Man. You know, that's one of the things that uh, that kids today, a lot of them aren't learning how to do any of that stuff. I mean, they don't. They wouldn't know electric tape from Scotch tape. They wouldn't know, you know, a pair of pliers, needle nose. I mean, that basic troubleshooting. You know, like stuff. if this doesn't work, if it's not getting electricity, why? Why? Where is it from? Is it a battery terminal? Is it? You know, I remember when I was a kid. I mean, I would take stuff apart and. And I always, man, if something had an electric motor in it, like a oh, little yeah. car or something, I was trying to take that motor out of there and just, I just hook it up to a battery. I'd make a cardboard propeller to make a fan or just something, you know. Just yeah, we always taking we, stuff. One time made this. Never fork, got it back together, but this fort that we uh, built in the garage, my mom was not happy with it. Made out of plywood and old things, and you know, had a grate inside, even had some old wallpaper and all. And our big thing was we were going to launch it on the little pond that there was on the golf course over there. And we pulled it all the way over there on a, a couple, uh, you know, those uh, red flat, radio red, you know, the little wagons, right? Yeah. Got it over there. It's still at the bottom of, the, <laughs> of that pond. Oh, yeah. This is like a rock. We couldn't even get on it. I mean, it just like, as soon as the water got over the side, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man. And it was the most. Of, we're like, no. Well, we're gonna talk with uh, life of the kids. with Todd again this week. Today. Oh yeah. Speaking of things floating on, yeah, a, on the lake, right? Yeah, we're gonna talk with Todd again and uh, and and see how he's doing out there on the, on uh, what lake is he on? Uh, I think it's Ray Hubbard. Ray, yeah, Lake Ray Hubbard. He's uh, he's out there on the lake. I bet there's some rain up there. He raises some money there. I'll, if it's in Texoma, you would imagine it's up there in east side of Dallas too, right? You know, it was supposed to pour down here all day yesterday, and it was nice. Well, I, you know, we had a KOZ yesterday, and I'd just like to say, you know, God kind of parted that. He pushed that off for a little bit for us. I know. They, there Isn't was that incredible. There was there was storms. I mean, treacherous wind storms and stuff uh, in the small towns around us and on the outskirts, and yeah. It just yeah, it was our launch of our very first KOZ for this chapter, for vertical uh, for vertical chapel out of uh, Kyle, Texas, and uh, incredible time, man! It was really cool to see boys there, and uh, that had never, you know, I'm still amazed at the amount of boys and the amount of men that have never shot a bow before, and when I asked the men yesterday, you know, why hadn't they, or most of them. Had a real big interest in it, but they never, no one ever showed them, or they felt a little uh, put out. Like you know, you know, I should know this already, and I'm a little embarrassed. I'm not going to ask. Summer camp was where you're supposed to learn do that, and you're supposed to do that, and you're supposed to shoot a gun at summer camp. I remember I I went to Camp Tecabaca, Texas Catholic <laughs> Texas Catholic Tecabaca. Boys Camp, yeah, in Mountain Home. And man, we did all that stuff. We shot twenty-two rifles. 
We, it was NRA certified shooting because you'd get the little marksman or pro marksman uh, pins. And oh, okay. It was great, man. Right. And and now even, you know, Boy Scouts, you can't shoot a twenty two in a lot of their camps and stuff. And just terrible that. And I was talking to one of your guys yesterday. And so your group has a, an outdoor hunting and fishing ministry for boys that you started. Yep. And... Um, and one of your guys who was... Well, we didn't start it. We launched one of KOZ's chapters. Yeah. Well, yeah. you started a, started a KOZ group in your yes. church. Uh-huh. And But one of your guys was saying, you know, when we build our church, I want to make sure we have a little corner of it that's wooded that can be for KOZ. And I want to build a 22 range, and I want to do an archery range. And I'm thinking, man, now that what kind of church is thinking about setting up a hunting and fishing? And and I said, well, don't forget when you put in those uh, required retention ponds that they yes. retain the water, so you can have <laughs> a nice fish little in pond. There. Yeah, I mean, think about that. That'd be cool. Stock a little bit. Oh Golly. man. Could do the cool whole place. so they don't need to go to camp. They just need to go to KOZ because they could get the uh, the marksmanship. They could get the bow lessons, and they could pull a couple lines. Well, you know, pipe, if you, know? you go if you go to uh, even a pond like yours, you go to NRA and uh, their website and stuff. There's all the curriculum. There's all kinds of stuff. You can just order it, and you can teach your kids all that stuff. Of course, the biggest problem today is. Uh, what? People don't think they have time to do that kind of stuff. Well, and I think there's a little bit of a fight against uh, the whole thing with firearms. That come on, you got to not in our house, not in our house either, and not uh, not around the people. But it's amazing when they get to know you a little bit, like the lady where what, when you're you know, when you're when your firearm gets to know you. Yeah, <laughs> when people, you know, when I wear my little girl gets to know me. When I wear my eye pack shirt or my I love gun shirt. You know, some people or uh, I love guns. I love and guns and coffee. I love that where uh, whatever that thing is on Starbucks, the the lady, whatever she is, she's holding a nine millimeter on one side and a forty cal on the other. I love it. Packing, packing at the coffee shop. Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. It's just TJ and Beefsteak Watch today. Out. Who knows what's going to happen with yeah, Cody? Good here. luck with that. Yeah. Uh, hey, join well, us. Uh, when we come back on the flip side, we're going to talk a little bit about some of these businesses that um, that we've been talking about over the last couple of years that uh, you can't do business with these folks anymore because they are anti-you and anti-me. <laughs> and uh, hopefully Captain Gordon Taylor will call in. We'll get a little bit of information from him and... Uh, and uh, you said salt dog on what's going on on the coast. You said it was hot, huh? Something was popping. Fishing was good. Right. Anyway, we'll talk more about that on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Only one place right here every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 on 104.9 The Horn or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack 
and stack them, would you? Alright, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Number one outdoor show on radio. Archery country. There's a certain point in every every hunter's life when they step into the next level and begin to hunt with a bow. Archery Country's, one of Archery Country's owners, uh, Alan McGraw, one of our friends, is, I'm watching his Facebook, and this week he's out, get this. Oh, no. Uh, he <laughs> shot a moose, and then he's in, in uh, Utah. He shot a moose. And then three days later, he shot an elk. Man. Big moose, big elk, and so uh, now he's got a heavyweight championship belt. And now I mean, that's I, the heavyweight. And, and he's saying, "Yeah, this is gonna fill the freezer." And his wife's with him. Um, freezer. And he said, "I got to get another freezer to handle all this." So we're gonna be hitting him up for a little. Oh yeah, Tuesday night dinner. Come on. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Man, if you need anything archery, Archery Country is the only archery shop in Central Texas. They have everything you need. Go check out our buddies over at uh, Archery Country. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard. You can find out all the information on them, austinarcherycountry.com, austinarcherycountry.com. They have all the stuff, Matthews, Elite, Hoyt, everything you need, crossbows, youth stuff, everything you need, archerycountry.com. AustinArcheryCountry.com. All right, rolling into a phone conversation with uh, Gordon Taylor, guide Gordon Taylor on the Texas coast. He's the official guide for the Outdoor Zone Radio Show. Best ever. And uh, I started getting those Gordon Taylor texts yesterday. And uh, good morning, Gordon Taylor. Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all? Hey, we're awesome. So, uh, Salt Dog, our producer, was down on the coast, and uh, what is up with the tides down there? What is, man, that's all I'm seeing is these huge high tides down there. Oh, yeah. Due to that storm that went through Florida, it pushed all that up here. And, uh, oh, yeah, you saw those pictures I sent you. Even at the bait stand, I had to walk in about 8 to 10 inches of water through the bait stand just to get my bait. And then when Crazy. I got to the dock to put my boat in, you couldn't even see the dock. It was underwater by about eh, 10 to 12 inches. It's the first time I ever had to tie my boat off on the cleat and put my hand underwater almost 12 inches to tie off on the cleat. Oh That's crazy. <laughs> oh, it was. It was crazy but... yesterday, too. But uh, I thought it would, uh, you know, kind of make it hard to find the fish yesterday. But uh, we did very well. I had a group from your area yesterday. And uh, they came down here, uh, the Forbes, Matt and Mandy, and brought their son. And, oh, God, did they tear it up yesterday. It was mm. unreal. That could have been us. <laughs> <laughs> he told us October. He told us October's the time to go. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so even though the tide is way up, the fishing is just exceptional. Well, it was yesterday. I just got lucky. I tell you what, I saw so many people because the way the winds are just cranking right now ahead of this front that's coming down. Uh, everybody was in the flat behind the islands trying to be protected. And my records show, no, nah, you don't need to be in there. And we were on the outside of the islands just getting hammered out there yesterday. I had waves in the boat and, you know, just we were getting wet. <laughs> and the first cast, 
Matt caught a 20-inch trout right off the bat, and I thought, oh, it's going to be great. But it took us little, almost three hours, and I told him, I said, we're about to leave, guys. Let's give it 10 more minutes. And I'm glad I did because it lit up, and those guys put four limits of reds in the box, five trout, and one drum in that box. And everybody on the inside was just, Doing more boat riding, trying to find the fish. I just found them in one spot, and I just hammered them. So it was a great day. Man, well, uh, what a fish! You know Man. what? You the the key thing that you said was my record show, mm-hmm. and that's from consistently fishing and the different conditions. You have a different look on it, and boy, isn't that the way it works? You can be in a in a little spot, and, and nothing's going on, and then. Some for whatever reason the switch gets flipped, and the fish turn on, and then hold on, it's all on. Oh, oh yes, sir. That that's the way it was yesterday. One of the guys he asked, I went out the day before, and I said no. He said, "Well, it's a real early bite. Make sure you get on them fast." And I sat there and thought I missed it, and then I said, "No, guys, we're going to grind it out. We're going to stay right here. There's nobody here. Let's because they had a, a tournament in Port Aransas, so everybody was by Port A." So I went the other direction, and we did. I mean, I just told them, this is it. Ten more minutes, we're out of here, and we'll go find a new spot. And it did. When it turned on, those those guys, it was just cast after cast. I couldn't get a shrimp out there fast enough. Oh, I love that. All right. Well, hey, Captain Gordon Taylor, uh, official guide for the Texas coast for the Outdoor Zone. And what what is the contact information for you now? We know now October and November is great mm. uh, fishing. And so how do they get in touch with you if they want to book a trip? Well, just call me on my cell phone. That's probably the easiest. It's 361-319-0099. Or even look me up on Facebook. You'll see all of my pictures and reports and stories and videos and see what we're doing down here in Book a trip. Come on down. It's nice down. It is great. Is that Facebook you just uh, search for Captain Gordon Taylor? Just look for Gordon Taylor, and it'll pop up. All right, buddy. Real easily. All right. Well, thanks for keeping me posted, and we'll be be in touch soon. And if you need anything, you know who to call. We have fish envy right now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I'll keep sending videos and pictures and everything until I get you all out there. All right, buddy. Thank you. Be careful. All right. You too. That's Captain Gordon Taylor, official guide for the outdoor zone on the Texas coast. And, man, what a great guy. I know when I when – I, he'll I'll get a text and I'll look down it'll be Gordon Taylor I'll go oh man I'm gonna have it was fish a good day again <laughs> but and, you you kind of feel good about it right I mean oh yeah uh, it's like yeah I wish I was there but you kind of share in that joy you know of someone well I just in love there. I mean I just love seeing people catch fish and Gordon Taylor's such a good man I mean I've been out with guides you don't want to go or you wouldn't recommend yeah. or their mouth is just Really, guy? Are just so really? mean-spirited, you know, well, kind of grumpy. Well, just a dirty like, mouth, yeah. you know, and I don't want to have, but he's just such a good guy. Uppy. Anyway, Captain Gordon Taylor, 361-319-0099, or Gordon Taylor on Facebook. So uh, we, over the years, we've talked about different uh, companies that you should or sh- maybe shouldn't do business with if you're an outdoorsman. We talked last week about Levi's. 
mm. and how much money they spend on anti-gun, anti-gun rights. Uh, they put at, a bunch of ads together, right? Oh uh, man, they spend a ton of money. They support organizations that are against uh, legal gun ownership, and uh, you know, and I'm like, gosh darn it. Because I'm a Levi's guy. I was a Levi's guy, but I can't, in good conscience, I'll wear the ones I got, but I can't, in good conscience, go back and start buying Levi's again. And and the same thing happened with uh, Holiday Inn Express. Mm, They had a they uh, turned down uh, a friend of ours that was on an elk hunt, and uh, they and they found out that he had firearms, and they wouldn't let him bring them into his room. Hmm. And he said, what? An elk hunter. You, you'd think wherever right. you're an elk hunter in was, Utah or, or someplace or, yeah, like uh, this. New Mexico. And, uh, and, and, and their corporate people wouldn't, you know, take up for them and, because I guess they're individual franchises or whatever. And I just thought, okay. I'd, and I travel a lot. I mean, I could be a star-studded holiday and express guy and but i won't i choose not to and um but i want to say that there are good guys out there too and uh our research department which you head up uh found a great article on wells fargo and how wells fargo uh some of the big banks bank of america and some of the other big banks citibank they won't loan money to gun shops or, I mean, they're putting restrictions on who they're loaning their money to. Well, you know why Levi did it, right? Because they're going after a market. Right. They think, hey, we're going to sell to these millennials right. or whatever. Right. And so the banks Antifa, are doing. They're, they're going to have their Antifa style. Right. And, and the banks are doing the same thing. Right. right? They're caving in or using the opportunity, right, to well, Wells, gain status. Wells Fargo is not going to do that yep. they came up with a uh an incredible statement and let me find it right here wells fargo wants schools and communities to be safe from gun violence but changes to laws and regulations should be determined through a legislative process that gives the american public an opportunity to participate and not be arbitrarily set by a bank that should say amen afterwards <laughs> Bank of America had extended credit to Sturm Ruger until June when the line expired. In the wake of the Parkland shooting, it had specifically said it would stop lending to companies that make assault-style rifles, which the company does. Anyway, I just... And, and there's religious uh, connotations to some of the stuff, and I, I just... And well, I didn't. I don't them. particularly. I didn't particularly care for. I had Wells Fargo accounts, and uh, you know, I managed some for an estate. And I, I don't have any good or bad or indifferent. It's it's weird. Cause I was in one. I was in one recently. No, it wasn't Wells Fargo. It was Bank of America. But there's no people there. It's yeah, just, but you know, you can walk in with open carry. Oh, you can now. Yeah. Yes. There's no restrictions on that. So it's crazy. Yeah, well, in Austin here, I'm like a in big, Texas, I'm a know. big, and a lot of the guys that we were against when we first had open carry here on the yeah. show, we, we, you know, we have all the stories about going places like that, like Kirby Lane and all that stuff. But uh, 
I won't go into a place that has 30-06, 30-07. No concealed carry, no open carry. Mm-hmm. I won't do business with them because I don't want you telling me I can't protect myself, my wife, my kids, my granddaughter from something that might happen. I just won't do it. There's just so much hypocrisy out there. You know, you saw the thing on Jamie Lee Curtis where she's against the guns, right? Right. But then she talks all about how she's in these movies where they're promoting guns and and, and the violence. A, and you look at the TV shows and all that stuff where these guys are making their money. And they're... Yeah. If you want to do anyway, it, stop doing that. But you, you as, a, as an outdoor person, you as a listener to the show... You have the right to make choices, too. You know, you hear the voices from the left saying, you know, don't buy or don't do or whatever, and you have that same voice, and you need to orchestrate that. Hey, uh, speaking of, Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated, uh, just had some vehicles down there this week. If you need uh, maintenance on your car or truck or if you're going to do a trip on at thanksgiving you need to go get them check get your vehicles checked before you get on the road go to our friends at sun auto service they got locations all around central texas our family locations 405 west slaughter lane there's one at 1300 medical parkway in cedar park 1403 rivery boulevard in georgetown and lakeway at 1206 ranch road 620 sun com for all the details and don't forget to follow them on facebook we'll be back right after this The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on 104.9 The Horn or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, TJ, if you're like me, you're always eyeing the newest technology and the newest gadgets on the market. But one thing many of us don't always think about is that cutting-edge technology keeping us safe behind the wheel. You know, my wife would really love when my uh, when I you know slide over in the lane that it would go beep 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 instead of her going bam 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 on me, right? Because <laughs> they have cameras and sensors all around the vehicle. That means you get a multi-angle view behind your vehicle when you're backing up, which is very important coming out of my neighborhood. But best of all, these features come standard on the new 2018 Accord. And guess what? It was the 2018. North American Car of the Year, and it was a Car of the Year for dry, for Car and Driver, Best 10 list. It made the list of uh, that list 32 times in a row. No other car in history has done that. Anyways, where you can get that, you're asking right now, TJ, right? Where can you get that? <laughs> your Central Texas Honda dealers. You can solve all your Texas Honda Envy. 
at any of the Central Texas locations and Honda dealers online at centraltexashondadealers.com. And, of course, you know, disclaimers, go to the website for details. Make sure that you are uh, looking at the Kelly Blue Book brand awards are based on all of the brand watch studies from the Kelly Blue Book. You know, it's a hard word to say, isn't it? Hey, for more information, visit Kelly Blue Books, KBB.com. Very good. I love Central Texas Honda Dealers.com. Yep, that's it. All right. Hey, uh, now it's time for your news of the weird. Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Heads up, hunting enthusiasts! The Michigan Department of Natural Department of Natural Resources is warn, warning hunters in the state to be wary of bovine tuberculosis in deer, a disease that's transmittable to humans. This the serious contagious disease is caused by the bacteria Microbacterium bovis. According to Purdue University, it spread primarily through the exchange of respiratory secretions between infected and uninfected animals, such as coughing or sneezing, according to Michigan DNR. Or, or kissing. Yes. Cows kissing deer. And it's just a mad This world disease is contagious, can be deliber- debilitating to deer. Severely infected animals can struggle to even breathe. DNR State Wildlife Veterinarian Kelly Stenada Straka said, by not eradicating this in the herd, we risk the spread of the disease to new areas of Michigan and into our wild elk herds. So uh, that's how, uh, you know, CWD and all that stuff. Right. And and, uh, I heard it wasn't from a deer. It was from an infected elk. Well, what they what they uh, what they're concerned about is, too, is that um, humans um, can can. By ingesting it, yeah. Yeah, by getting us, and I don't necessarily believe it's by just by cooking and eating the meat. I think it's by cleaning it and getting the uh, bacteria on your hands and that kind of stuff is really what I think their biggest concern is. I, I, I don't know the raw parts to it. I, I was gonna, I was gonna tease you on this one because you saw the picture, right? Right. It looked nasty. It was like big bubble bumps all inside of yeah, the yeah on the cage. inside of the rib cage. And so that means from now on, guess what? To be safe, you have to gut your deer. No dropping it in a bucket and just cutting around oh, everything. Oh man, now so, that's just. You know, the, you got the gutless. Well, so some the, of this stuff now, uh, of course, this is the Michigan DNR, and you got to be listening to. It's not. No, it's not, not something here. we're worried about here in Texas at this point. I've, of course, now you're. I, I don't know about you guys, but anytime you're gutting or skinning something, you kind of notice little look yeah. weird things, you know. And and uh, but I've I've hunted pigs for years and. Uh, gutted them and skinned them. I've done it with deer, sometimes with gloves on, sometimes with not. I, I've i become more conscious of using gloves. Just one reason is because it's easier to clean your hands. Sure. And the other is it's just probably better if you're going inside a body cavity of an animal that you just have a little protection of some sort. I don't know what. 
you know, but I've done tons of it in the field with no gloves. You know, kids for years, people have been raised. (laughs) They they weren't wearing plastic gloves when Grandpa did it or when my dad did it. (laughs) Nope. Um, And the other thing is, uh, uh, and I've seen some pretty gross things. I was about to say, what have you seen? You probably the grossest thing that I've ever seen was bot flies. Oh, and so you uh, went rabbit hunting, right. and it's a little late in the season, maybe late June or July, August, mm-hmm. and you'll shoot a rabbit, and it'll have a big bump on it, just a big bump on it, and then you set it down on the tailgate, and and that, and that bot fly will come out of that bump, and it's just like a big, <laughs> like alien. I know it's gross, but it's like a, a big uh, larva or something, you know, and it just comes out of there. I like, like bot flies come out. Like Alien, the movie, right? Cause have you oh, sorry. Have you ever not on the had not, any concerns with that food or any? And and the bot flies don't do anything to the rabbit meat. You can still eat it, but I mean, it's I a little bit freaky just so, to think that. I was raised in a different way. It was like, all right, so you've got so moldy, you eat the bot flies. moldy bread. No, moldy bread meant you just cut that part off, and it's just, just eat, cut that oh, part gosh, off, just yes. pull it off, and oh, that's just gosh, fine. Yes. You know, oh, yeah. mold on yeah. the, on top of something like on, yeah. on the tea pitcher, oh, you just scrape that off. I mean, yeah. just come on, just lift it off. It's yeah, all right. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. And then... But I've gotten to where um, around gunshot wounds in the or, or where the impact was and it coagulates and all the blood bruisey. Yeah, I I now I'm cutting that stuff out. Oh, I don't throw. Yeah, I, I go I, ra- I go around it, and I yeah. think it has a deal with. I interact with so many people now that I'm trying to introduce them into eating, uh, you know, wild game. Uh huh. And if they see a spot like that, you know. Or if they come across just coagulated. Well, you don't tell them what if they're brand new to eating yeah, wild game. You don't it. tell them. I know, but many is. times if you got a roast or something like that, they will. Uh, they'll look at it. They'll see it. Salt dog. Salt dog. If, you what, don't. You are you believing me on this one? No, no, no. I don't. I don't think there's a problem. I think it's right. You you cut around. You don't. You want your meat to look correct. If it's you know a steak or a whatever your uh, burger meat, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, have you, Saul Dog, have you had anything really weird that you came across when you were cleaning a fish or, you know, fish don't really, I don't know that there's really anything there. Yeah, I mean, nothing nothing in particular. There has been, you know, weird bugs and stuff like that maybe in their guts that they had possibly eaten and stuff. But other than that, you really don't have a whole lot of issues with fish. I mean, if they get too big, you know, if redfish or trout get too big, then they start getting stomach worms and stuff like that. But. Nothing like a bot fly or weird diseases or anything like that. So, uh, so I know this lady that uh, one time she uh, was eating a banana, just a banana, mm-hmm. and noticed there was some like worms in the banana, and freaked her out, and she <laughs> went to the emergency room to ask the doctors what to remove it <laughs> what do i do what is it and they said oh they'll be all right they'll just die in their stomach don't worry about it they're not gonna hurt you well not every so it's so uh not, not so only I, animals, I mean you're but... more you're more susceptible to that stuff just you know fruit and stuff like that raw fruits and stuff like that i don't i don't think meats and all that stuff is something that we're going to run into super often in our little world 
No, but, I mean, this is a big deal to be careful of or make sure that things I'm don't not, get... Yeah, I'm not um, minimizing it, but I guess hogs is probably the one that you would probably be most... Have, have, have you seen people where... People talk about that more often. And I believe this is true. I don't believe this is made up because I've seen some uh, uh, back evidence on it. But those, uh, where, where, where they have cut open the deer, like in Australia, I mean, sorry, the the pigs, where they put out that warfin, where they put oh, out that. their meat's purple. And it's like blue or purple. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Uh, Would you eat that? Fall, the, the fall. Because <laughs> mm, I kind of know about that. Yeah. The fall's finally here, and it's perfect weather to hit the lake or the deer stand or the ranch. That's why you need something that'll get you into the great outdoors and back again. So drive something that's comfortable, has lots of storage, and will get the job done right. And a vehicle from Nile Maxwell Supercenter in Austin, like the Ram 20, 2019 Ram 1500 or the 2500. Oh, yeah. Come on. Uh-huh. Or the classic 2019 Jeep Wrangler. They have the iconic go-everywhere vehicle that looks great on the lake. And great at the ranch, they have uh, rear park assist, blind spot monitoring, rear cross path detection. The, and uh, over at the Supercenter, they have two and four-door Wranglers arriving almost every day. So if you want to save thousands of dollars on hundreds of vehicles, head to the number one Chrysler, Deep, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit them online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. All right, we got to take a break. On the flip side, we've got game warden field notes and more. Only one place live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on 1049 The Horn or 247365 at theoutdoorzone.com. <laughs> Hey, I'm Randall Tharp and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone Fish On. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor radio, sh- number one outdoor show on radio, right here on the Austin Radio Network, 104.9, the Horn flagship station for UT Sports, which the uh, UT team won yesterday, and so did the Aggies. So whoop, whoop. it was a good day. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling. A drilling junkie outdoor zone radio show broadcast live from the bunkhouse. You know, TJ, when we go out this uh, getting ready for deer season, we always go to McBride's Guns, Central Texas family owned and operated gun shop. If you're looking for the right firearm, McBride's can help. If you're looking to trade in your guns, McBride's is the place. An expert gunsmith on site, only one place, McBride's Guns. You know, yesterday we did our KOZ, and just thinking about the upcoming uh, deer season, 
and showing the boys uh, how to shoot correctly and do all the things. you got to go and get them the right gun. Where do you go? McBride's Guns. Youth model shotguns or, you know, if you're looking for something for personal carry and uh, getting your wife or your girlfriend or maybe your mother into a personal carry class, that is the place to go. they got on-site uh, gunsmiths, and they will let you put your hands on there and get comfortable and show you what the right firearm is for you. So one thing that also McBride's is involved in is, uh, to, is the uh, McBride Foundation Banquet. And it is a pretty incredible thing. October that 27th. McBride, yeah. October 27th is going to be at the TDS uh, Ranch, the Wildlife. Texas Disposal Systems Wildlife Ranch in and South if, Austin If area. you've never been there, that's worth the, the price of admission. They've got mounts everywhere. Incredible. Yeah, super cool place. They're going to have a live auction, silent auction, great banquet dinner, and all the money goes to local outdoor youth organizations and funds youth initiatives to get kids in the outdoors hunting and fishing. Right, but back to McBride's. Who, you can find McBride's guns. Yeah, you can find them. Uh, you can call uh, at 512-472-3532. You can go online to McBride'sGuns.com, or you can uh, go down to 30th and Lamar, where they've been for quite a while. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be at the McBride banquet, and uh, th- that's a great. That's where all the outdoor organizations in Central Texas kind of come together in one place and support uh, the McBride Foundation. And so, well, uh, hope you're there. Uh, AustinWoodsAndWaters.org. AustinWoodsAndWaters.org for more information on that. Uh, now it's time for your game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. An opening weekend of dove season, a Presidio County Game Warden was patrolling for hunting activity on Highway 170 when he observed a suspicious vehicle on the side of the road. As he got closer to the vehicle, he noticed two hunters tucked along the fence line facing towards the highway. Hmm. The warden informed the hunters that they were hunting the roadway, to which one of the hunters stated that he owned the land and in the area, and the area and stated a game warden said it was all right to hunt at least 30 feet away from the road. The same hunter went on to tell the warden that it has been... 21 years since he's seen a game warden. Citations were issued Bang. to the hunters for hunting on a public roadway. The case is pending. So, yeah, you can't stand on a public roadway or within a certain distance of a public roadway and hunt. And you probably and, don't tell the game warden what he's doing incorrectly. And, or, and <laughs> yeah, usually not the way you do that. No. And the other thing that we learned this year was that if you're hunting on a ranch with a deer feeder, you turn the deer feeders off the days that you're hunting, and or you have to be a certain distance distance away from those deer feeders. Or when you're hunting dove, considered yeah, or, or it's or, mm-hmm. yeah dove, or it's considered baiting. So yeah, it's amazing how many guys go out there and bait. 
for for uh, dove for for dove for and birds duck geese stuff like that it is highly illegal hmm so you can use food plots and you know all that stuff where you think well the guys that are the guys that are smart about that stuff you know they'll yeah they'll have a pond somewhere and then they'll plant sunflower seeds and they'll just I've heard the new the new plot is um, uh, sesame seeds. Really? That they go, it's like crack for dove. They just <laughs> love it. And uh, I don't know something about the oil in it, as you can imagine, right? I don't know. Well, a lot of times, too, it, you know, when you're shooting dove, you can see what's inside of them. And there's, there's tons of stuff like Milo and stuff like that in there. Mm-hmm. I like that. We like dove that. season was really just, it wasn't, it wasn't all that good this year for me. It just kind of was blocked. You know, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. It was because we lost our spot is what it was. We the didn't magical little, top of the hill, yeah. A little secret place. Right, and there's nothing like, you know, that anticipation of the uh, uh, of the sheriffs being called, you know, an opening morning. What are they doing? <laughs> They're shooting at me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah our, our normal opening morning. Right, hey, we well, just had a little bit. Don't forget, austinwoodsandwaters.org for the McBride Banquet. We really want to see you out there. You can get a corporate table. You can get uh, individual tickets or a buck, uh, 125 buck 25 Couple tickets are $200. Um, you can get a table, a corporate table. That's eight people for 1000 bucks, or trophy tables for two grand. Um, do, it for your, uh, do it for your business. Have some clients out there with you. But it's all for a good cause because there's few organizations give back as much as the McBride Foundation. If you're going to do something, that's a great place to do it and uh, go and bid up on all the auction items because they take that money and they get kids that aren't going to get a chance. You know, you don't have to. One of the things is you don't have to take a kid into the outdoors. I mean, you don't have to be that guy, but you should put some money towards it. And in mm-hmm. that, so if you go to the McBride, you take some buddies, you go to the McBride Foundation banquet, you get a table, you have you have your buddies there, you'll have a good time, you win some auction items, you buy some raffle tickets, you do that kind of stuff. You're you're funding those guys that are taking them out, like beefsteak here. And it's not just taking them out, but there's there's fly fishing people that work with. There's KOZ. There's all kinds of different organizations that they believe in that they're backing. That's right, and they've been doing it for years. So, so support the event, austinwoodsandwaters.org. Hey, coming up on the flip side, we're going to check in with uh, Todd Phillips. He's floating out on that raft in uh, Rockwall, <laughs> Texas, Come on. on a barge in <laughs> Rockwall, Texas, raising money for thelastwill.org. And uh, and then we got your Peter Report, which you're not going to want to miss this one. And oh, so much more. You only get it one place, live in the bunkhouse, Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on 104.9 The Horn or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.